Hey, Urban Farm Podcast listeners. If you're as passionate about preserving the bounty of each season as we are, hey, I canned my first peaches at the age of 18, and that was a long time ago, then you're going to love what our friends over at Denali Canning have in store for you. They're on a mission to spread the love and knowledge of food preservation, and they're inviting you to join the journey for free. Right now, Denali Canning is offering free canning lids to anyone who wants to dive deeper into the world of food preservation. Yes, you heard that right, absolutely free. It's the perfect opportunity for both seasoned canners and those curious about starting. Denali is about quality, reliability, and supporting the canning community, ensuring that you get the best results every time you preserve. So why not give it a try? Visit DenaliCanning.com forward slash free to claim your free lids and start your preserving adventures today. That's DenaliCanning.com forward slash free. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 573rd episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today on our podcast, we have someone who is working to reshape the narrative surrounding food scarcity. We're talking with Dory Morales about the Fresh Food Collab. Dory is the publisher and CEO of an awesome local magazine called Green Living, Arizona's premier eco-conscious lifestyle publication. The monthly publication aims to educate, inspire, and empower readers to make eco-conscious choices for a healthy life and planet. Their vision is a world where we leave the earth a better place today and for future generations. And I hear a little rumor that it's their 10th year anniversary, which we're going to talk about. Welcome to the show today, Dory. Are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock and roll. And I'm super excited to be with you, to be here on your show with you, Greg. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, absolutely. We've been talking about doing stuff together for a decade and you're a little bit different arena than I am. And I'm really excited today that we can bring the food conversation along with Green Living Magazine. So I'm excited about that. Yep. I'm very excited too, because we've known each other for 10 years and always wanted to find ways to collaborate together. And we finally have something that we can collaborate together Woo-hoo! on. Absolutely. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at today? So I started Green Living Magazine in 2010, and it was a it was a business opportunity for me, but then I started to reflect and I was very fortunate to be a foreign exchange student when I was 18 in the south of France. And my girlfriend was in Bordeaux drinking wine and I actually went to a little farming community with 1,500 people and I was there milking goats and milking cows and I saw the birth of a baby cow and just connecting with how beautiful the landscape was and growing your own food and connecting with the family that I lived with was game changing for me. I was fortunate to be able to go back last summer and the family has been fighting the same fight only farming organic in France. They actually had a French magazine for green living, living healthy. And then, you know, 20 years later, I'm doing, actually 30 years later, I'm having the green living magazine and just trying to get healthy 
fresh organic food and sustainable eco-conscious articles into people's hands. Yeah. So it was pretty, pretty awesome. So that's pretty much what propelled me was looking back on growing up. And my father was a farmer as well, or not a farmer, but he had an acre farm in New Jersey. And so we always grew our own food and kind of just getting back to basics. Nice. So, so you have a, you have a, a deep background in farming. Yeah. I mean, corn and tomatoes in New Jersey, you, you know, <laughs> they're kind of like the lifeblood back there. So. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing too, I don't think you know as well, we actually have an aquaponics system in our house in Phoenix as well. And my husband has always been the farmer around the house as uh-huh. well so nice yeah. nice so i just want to touch on before we started you said that green living magazine is 10 years old that's amazing congratulations that is a huge goal to hit so how'd that happen so when green living was started my former business partner john and i came up with the concept and we started in he started in january i came into the magazine in march and we did all of our research and due diligence and started to connect with companies within Arizona and and nationwide on coming into the magazine. And it was born September 2010. And then two years in, he and I went our separate ways. And then I just continued on with the magazine. And I think what's been really beneficial is hosting our community event. We started on launch parties for the magazine to really involve the community. And then we actually turned them into eco events. So we have different events with local food and local chefs. And also with anything from fashion to tourism to architecture and all things in between. Nice. Awesome. Well, congratulations. 10 years is a a huge bonus for you. Thank you. Yeah, I used to say that if I could start Sustainable Magazine in 2010, I could do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because that was not an easy year. That, That is the case. So you met Mike and you guys have started this fresh food collab. And what I want you to do is I want you to go back to the moment that you answered the phone and it was Mike and he pitched you on this idea. Tell me about that. I was on the phone with him and I said to him, or we had a conversation and we were talking about COVID and we were, and he also brought up, and he said, you know, we have two pandemics going on right now. We've got COVID, but we also have unemployment just skyrocketing and people are going to need food and how, what are we going to do to, you know, help with this problem. And he said, I really think we need to get healthy food to those in need. And he said, would you be, you know, do you want to be a part of this? And we can do fresh food boxes. And, you know, especially with different things with people's unemployment running out and different things like that, we've got to help people. So we formed the Fresh Food Co. Lab. It was Mike and Agave Farms. And then he has a nonprofit called Urban Farming Education, Green Living Magazine. And then I brought in Amici Catering and Witnessing Nature in Food. And we came together and some of Mike's employees and the employees from Green Living Magazine all came together. And we, we became an agency of record with St. Mary's Food Bank very quickly. And so we were able to get food from St. Mary's Food Bank and then supplemented the food with peddlers. And then it's, we've been 
and like how can we get more people to come to the party and my big or come to the collab my big vision for the fresh food boxes is really making them healthy and partnering with natural food products and different things like that so one of my clients Madeira Bread he actually grows his own wheat down in Florence and so he's got completely organic no GMO bread he became a partner in the fresh food box and then Danielle Leone she is a local James Beard chef in town but she's also making organic ginger beer so she puts some organic ginger beers in the in the boxes as well and so we're really looking to partner with you know natural brands and natural products that are in Arizona but also statewide because we believe it's so important for people to eat healthy and when people are unemployed they need to you know know they need to get food they need to know how to grow food And then they also need to know how to make food, um, recipes. So we, the chefs are putting recipes in all the boxes. They're also doing videos to teach the people that are unemployed. And then you also need mindset and you need meditation and you need fitness. And then you also need some financial advice. So these are all different videos that we'll have available on YouTube because we want to be a conscious community for people to be able to come to. And then hopefully, eventually, we hope to be able to have in-person events whenever the time will come hopefully yeah. next year wow so you're doing so edu- you're doing education as well as delivering food boxes to people correct and there's also a second phase as well we're delivering the food boxes where we've partnered with local schools where the food is in a food insecure area so anybody involved in the local school program and then we've also done food boxes to churches and then we've done a we did an event at agave farm so we're trying to hit different neighborhoods within Maricopa County as well. Nice. And you also mentioned Danielle Leone. She was our guest for episode 508. That was an amazing interview. So you might want to run back and check that one out. So the Fresh Food Collab, it is so needed right now. And you're working on it on a day-to-day basis. What exactly are you doing to move this process forward? Well, I'm working with partners to come on board to join the collab. And so I worked with Danielle Danielle and Marvel, Marvel, which is her ginger beer company, as well as Nick from Midiara Bread, who donated food to the collab, as well as just recently, I worked with Matt Moore, and he's a fourth generation farmer based in Phoenix, and he actually donated amazing carrots and parsnips to our last food drive. So I'm constantly working on trying to get more people to donate food or that we could actually buy the food at a discounted rate so we have more healthy food in the box because that's where I'm really passionate about who can we get to donate some sort of broth so the food can go a little bit longer or who can donate temporary beans or couscous and some of the staples as well as the fresh organic produce and fruits and vegetables that we're putting in the boxes. And then talking with the chefs. And so last week we had um, recipes that had carrots and parsnips involved because not everybody knows how to make different meals out of parsnips and things like that. Uh, And then Mike and I work with the team, our team as well in figuring out the logistics and where the next events are going to be and really trying to get, I, I really work on, Mike and I are really working on trying to get more partners because we just really want to expand the mission and Greg you could even be a partner of the collab it's 
doesn't cost anything. It's just really that you support the work that we're doing. Oh, yeah. So you're putting together these boxes. And so if somebody wanted to get involved and donate or volunteer, where do they go to find out more about it? We have everything listed on the weareufe.org, and they would go under, under Fresh Food Collab, as well as they can go to Green Living AZ and scroll down Green Living AZ forward slash events to find out about our upcoming events and volunteering for the events as well as sponsoring for the events or they can reach out to myself at they can reach out to me at dory at greenlivingaz.com or they can call me on my cell which is 520-891-1091 cool and you're putting together boxes for people what does that process look like and what do they get so we are doing the boxes at agave farms and we're doing them early in the morning and we basically set up stations we get the food and they're in refrigerated trucks and we are blessed to have chef jennifer johnson and Lori from anichi catering and so they work together on exactly how the stations will be set up but we basically put a u-shaped packing around the farm in a shaded area and then we start with the different weight so we normally start with the heaviest item first and then we fill the boxes and then anything from fresh fruits, there's watermelons, there's carrots and parsnips, there could be squash. Sometimes we, we've had micro, actually we've had microgreens donated from some local microgreen growers and they come around and then at the end we put in the recipes and then we also put in a Green Living magazine and then they get packed back up onto the semi-truck and then we take them to the school or the shelter or wherever in the church that they're going to. And how many boxes are you doing a month? We we're doing it every two weeks and we were doing about 650 boxes every two weeks but we will be going to three weeks to four weeks moving forward wow that's a lot of food and it, each box is 20 to 30 pounds so on average we're doing about 11,000 pounds to 12,000 pounds of food excellent good work thank you so what are the three pillars of the collab to reduce food waste to feed those in need and to educate them, food education, mm-hmm. where food comes from and how, you know, how, how to source your food, how to make your food, anything that you really want to learn about. How is the community of donators and collaborators interacting with you on this? What are they feeling about it? What reactions are you getting? We have had amazing feedback from people that have received the boxes. They have felt so blessed and so thankful and so grateful. We've worked with a nonprofit called Musical.ly, and they work with a lot of the people in the music industry that are 1099 so they can't get unemployment and they are really thankful and grateful to get healthy food. And then we've worked with some veterans that have been very thankful as well as some people involved on Section 8 with eight kids and they're able to get two or three boxes um, to make sure that they have food and we've just gotten amazing feedback. And then the amount of feedback we've gotten from our volunteers, we've had volunteers that came to the first event and have been at every event and really want to help the community and give back. And we've received texts and emails from people that have picked up boxes and they've just been so thankful and grateful to have healthy food that almost looks like a rainbow because you'll have everything from apples to watermelons to grapes to carrots 
to zucchini. So it's almost like you get this beautiful box that looks like a rainbow. <laughs> nice. So you're getting to interact a lot with the public, both from the contributors end, but for the people that are receiving the food. Is there a moment, was there a moment that it was like, wow, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing? Definitely. There's a woman who's the executive director from Musical.ly, a nonprofit, and they work with the music bands and the people behind the scenes that are doing, putting on the concerts. And she had come to our first food collab at Agave Farms, and she was so thankful and grateful for the boxes and the people that received them. She had received emails and calls and texts about how how the food was so good. And they one box, she said, actually fed four people. And she just went on and on and about how thankful and grateful she was. And she's been coming back to every single every single event and picking up boxes. And she does the Musical.ly people. She also does some for vets. And she also has some Section 8 people that are involved in our program. And But we had a conversation. And people forget, you know, that sometimes the production workers are 1099, so they can't apply for unemployment. And they may be a little, may not want to go to a soup kitchen. So to be able to pick up a fresh box of food. When she called me and we had our conversation, I actually cried because she was, mm. the, the way she had talked to me, the people were so moved and it was so incredible. So wow. that made me feel that the work that we're doing is so important. And then there were a few people that picked up the boxes at Agave's Farms and just, you know, when you're handing the food box to them and or getting their name and they're just like, bless you. Thank you so much. We are so thankful and grateful for this. Giving healthy food to people is extremely rewarding. Oh my gosh. Oh boy, that's the why I do the what I do, so I understand that completely. Before we started recording, I shared with you that the pictures in our media over the past three or four months with people lined up for miles to get food, it just breaks my heart in a culture where we have so much food abundance. What is your what is your view on that amount of food abundance that you've seen working on the collab? The abundance of food, I think that we have to shift on where we're going with food because obviously we're in Arizona and we're we're in the summer, so we have to switch to different types of melons and different things like that. And that's why it's so important for us to get on board more other natural products and different things like that and maybe work with some different companies that do microgreens and things like that. So sometimes our boxes are more filled with fruits and vegetables and other times they're more, they have more fruit than they do actual vegetables. Mm-hmm. But talking with local farmers like Sing farm, things are going to change over the next couple of months. So we're going to have to get more creative on who the farmers that we partner with and where we're sourcing our food from. And there's a there's an abundance of food out there, is there not? There is, yes. There is. And we're looking to partner with some other organizations that do have a surplus of food. So there is an abundance of food. Awesome. So I'm going to shift on you and I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed, how you overcame that failure and what you might have learned from it. Being that we we put with Green Living Magazine, we put on eco events on a monthly basis and we actually put on an event and we were averaging anywhere from 50 to 100 people and we had an event where only 10 people showed up 
And so the person who we partnered with on the event wasn't very happy and it was a big, uh, it was a big area. And so I felt terrible. And so from that moment on, I made sure, you know, that we were able to really connect with our partners in the community. And we really were taking our social media to the next level and working with chambers and partners of all sorts. So we wouldn't have events like that in the future. But I always try and look at everything and look at the silver lining that the people that did come to the event were very engaged and they very and they learned something. Mm-hmm. But that was that was a big failure for me. Mm, and what did you learn from so, it? Because you know what I learned from it is you have to market it and you know the old rule of thumb I think where they say 30% sh- don't show up and we probably have 60 or 70 that had RSVP'd and don't only have 10 people show up. We had a lot less than that. So what I learned is really connect with people and do follow-up calls and try and get the attendance up to 100 people if you want 30 or 40 to show up. Yeah, exactly. And what do you consider your biggest success? There's two that I think right off the top of my head is one, when someone tells me that they've read the the magazine cover to cover and that they've learned something from the magazine, which goes into my second big, big success is having people actually buy products from the magazine. I had a friend recently who was suffering from GI problems and we had featured aloe vera and aloe vera juice and she had tried different products for a year and a half and now her GI products are fit. So I find that to be extremely successful to know people find great things in the magazine and it helps them with their health and wellness. Yeah. When I get feedback from people on the podcast, it's like, yes, that's what's supposed (laughs) to happen, right? Yeah. Or someone says, oh my God, I learned about this in your magazine and it changed my life. I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. (laughs) Can you send me a testimonial? Yeah, exactly. And what drives you? What drives me is making a difference and getting people get what gets me out of bed every day is how can I educate and inspire and empower people to live a more eco-conscious life and I feel that you know being able to connect the community and be able to teach them things that's what really drives me and have them come up to me and say hey Dory I heard you speak at an event and I know you're passionate about plastic straws and now there's no plastic straws or I heard you speak at an event about not using plastic and I want home and told my daughters about it and I went to their house and they have all glass jars throughout their house and you taught me that so that's what gets me out of bed every day excellent and if you could recommend one book for our listeners what would it be and why it would be start with why by Simon Sinek and it was written for anyone who wants to inspire others and anyone who wants to find someone to inspire them. The best book I've read recently. Excellent. I've heard of that book before. It's supposed to be really good. It's amazing. It's all about your business and starting with the why. Uh-huh. It's not what you do or how you do it, but it's why you do it. Yeah. That's why I ask the questions that I ask. <laughs> and what final piece of advice do you have for our listeners? The final piece of advice I have for the listeners is that I think now more than ever, it's so prevalent that we have to be mindful and conscious to the earth. And there's so many misnomers about being green or being sustainable and that it costs too much. But what I like to tell people or share with people is you can make one simple solution. You can give up a plastic straw or you can use a recycled bag or you can ditch dry 
dryer sheets and put vinegar in your washing machine and you're doing something that doesn't doesn't take a lot and doesn't cost a lot, but it impacts the planet. And if each person did made one simple solution to get toxins out of their life or to grow their own food and become healthy, it all adds up and it makes a huge difference. That is the case. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Dory. Thank you, Greg, so much for having me on the show. And thank you for the amazing work that you do. And you are an inspiration and just an amazing resource. We're thankful and grateful to have you. And we're so glad that we've been able to feature feature you in the magazine as a green champion, which was wonderful. Yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate the kudos and the outreach. So how can our listeners get a hold of you to find out more? They can go to green greenlivingaz.com and then on Facebook we are Green Living AZ Mag and on Instagram we are Green Living AZ and on Twitter we are Green Living AZ and Pinterest we are Green Living AZ. They could call the office as well 480-840-1589 or they're welcome to call me on my cell phone which is 520-891-1091 or they're welcome to email me at dory at greenlivingaz.com because we're always looking at for more ways to connect with the community and be able to educate people or connect with them on things that they want to know know more about for the eco-conscious community. Excellent. And the website for the collab again? Is weareufe.org or they can go, if they want to know about the events, they can go to greenlivingaz.com forward slash events. Excellent. You can also find show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash green living AZ. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. Hey, Urban Farm Podcast listeners. If you're as passionate about preserving the bounty of each season as we are, hey, I canned my first peaches at the age of 18, and that was a long time ago, then you're going to love what our friends over at Denali Canning have in store for you. They're on a mission to spread the love and knowledge of food preservation, and they're inviting you to join the journey for free. Right now, Denali Canning is offering free canning lids to anyone who wants to dive deeper into the world of food preservation. Yes, you heard that right, absolutely free. It's the perfect opportunity for both seasoned canners and those curious about starting. Denali is about quality, reliability, and supporting the canning community, ensuring that you get the best results every time you preserve. So why not give it a try? Visit DenaliCanning.com forward slash free to claim your free lids and start your preserving adventures today. That's DenaliCanning.com forward slash free.